you are listening to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv Austin and I believe that anyone can cook. Since being diagnosed with endometriosis, I have been on a journey to find out what food makes me feel great. By cooking my meals from scratch, not only have I started feeling much better, I've also fallen in love with cooking completely. So every week we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. Did you know that there are quite a few different types of basil? That was actually news to me. Welcome to the From Scratch Body. Today we look mostly at the sweet basil, but we also learn in general what basil does for your body. There's lots of goodness, but is there enough? Now, this little leaf wants to help you so bad. It contains calcium, manganese, vitamin A, all that good stuff. But we don't normally use enough basil for it to have any big effect on our bodies. Apart from, that is, the vitamin K levels it has to offer, which are very high. Just like a lot of leafy greens and herbs, basil contains a high amount of vitamin K, which is fantastic news for your health. Vitamin K is necessary for blood clotting, the good kind, and the building of bones. However, if you do use larger amounts of it, it seems to have some fantastic benefits. Just like its cousin mint, it contains antioxidants and has anti-inflammatory effects on the body, some types of basil are used heavily in Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine as well, and in essential oils. Sweet basil, the most common one in the Western world, arguably the one we are familiar with from Italian-style cooking, has really great benefits to your body, or so we think, if you just consume enough of it. Some tests, mostly on animals, sadly, indicate that basil can help your memory stay strong as you age, help you recover faster after a stroke, prevent certain types of cancer, and protect your body in some other awesome ways, like work against aspirin's damaging effect on your gut, or combat antibiotic-resistant strains of bacteria. This sounds pretty important. And isn't the flavour and smell of basil just heavenly? just all those health benefits aside. Just a few leaves raw with your pasta is enough to make it a meal to celebrate, not to mention a gorgeous homemade pesto, we will get to that, or loads chopped up in a tomato sauce. I just absolutely adore it. So the good news is that just like mint, they are super easy to grow. In the photo on my website where I've written about basil, you'll see my pot that I grew indoors in my flat during the winter months and it looks pretty healthy. I used it tons of times and it grew out again and again. So it is definitely possible to do. If I can do it, you can do it. Oh, and if you can't be bothered to keep fresh basil or grow your own, I totally understand. There is some good news. Dried basil is more concentrated in nutrients as it has shrunk when drying, but all of the great nutrients are still in there. So a cheap glass of dried basil from the supermarket is definitely worth getting for your kitchen cupboard. It might not be as fragrant and fresh, but hey, it's still tasty and healthy. How do you use basil? Have you ever tried growing your own? I'd love to see it. If so, message me on Instagram at the From Scratch Body. And now, without further ado, let's make a delicious classic pesto. 
classic pesto is just a feast of flavors, perfect on pasta, in a salad, or on a posh sandwich. Master this winning dressing in minutes. The best pesto you'll ever taste is the one you make yourself. Fresh, fragrant, bright green, and keeps well in the fridge too. So enjoy this classic pesto on all your food this week. This is how you make about four servings of pesto. You need 100 grams of pine nuts, or you can use other nuts like cashew or walnut, 200 grams of fresh basil, leaves, stems, just use it all, a pinch of salt and pepper, 100 grams of grated parmesan, vegan parmesan totally works too, 250 milliliters or maybe a bit more if you prefer it runnier of olive oil ideally extra virgin because you are not cooking this so great flavor is important and you need three to four cloves of garlic it depends how garlicky you like your pesto and how big the cloves are of course the first step this is optional i've done it both ways and i think both are super tasty so you can toast your pine nuts gently with no oil in a pan for 30 to 60 seconds they burn very easily so keep an eye on them it does bring out the flavor nicely but as i say i have done it both ways with not toasting them and using just raw pine nuts and that is totally delicious too so if you are toasting them let the pine nuts cool down a little bit and then add them to a blender or a small food processor bowl, along with the basil, salt, pepper, peeled garlic cloves and parmesan. Start the food processor and add the oil in bit by bit. You don't have to be too careful, it's just nice to let all the other ingredients mix well before the oil goes in. And your pesto is done. I bet it's going to be the most flavorful and delicious pesto you've ever had, knowing that you made it yourself. You can enjoy it on last week's pink pasta, some green pasta, regular pasta, of course, a lovely ciabatta sandwich, or as dressing on a salad. That might actually be my favorite. Now, of course, if you don't have a blender or food processor, you can make it in a much more authentic way, in a pestle and mortar. It's a bit more work, but my oh my, how romantic and Italian is that? Just mash the garlic, basil and pine nuts well first, and then add the parmesan and oil gently. Prego. Now we will look at some other variations on pesto in the future for those who can't eat nuts or want to change it up a bit, but knowing how to make this classic will take you far. So let me know if you made the pesto, did you have fun making it, what did you have it on? Share on Instagram and tag me at the From Scratch Body, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember that you can always check out the recipe on my website, thefromscratchbody.com, if you want to have it in front of you when you're cooking. But be brave and make it your own too. Also check out my Instagram at the From Scratch Body and my YouTube channel, The From Scratch Body, for lots of food inspiration that you can totally recreate yourself. Remember, cook from scratch and your body will thank you. See you next week.